You're listening to the Going Offsides podcast. Your home for lacrosse news, stories, and everything in between. All right, well, welcome to the show. Today we've got Chris Bushy. Hopefully I got that right. Yeah. All right, perfect, perfect. We're joking around about that. But uh, current NLL player and obviously recently, or maybe not so recently, but maybe we just found out about it recently, you've gotten really involved in international lacrosse. So why don't we start there? Yeah, I mean, it is kind of recent still. Um, In September, I I kind of... uh, you know, decided to get up and actually do it. It was kind of a, 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 a just a thought at the beginning of quarantine um, about maybe starting something with regards to South Africa. Um, so I was born in Johannesburg, um, okay. South Africa, and um, my my dad's Canadian, but my he moved there uh, for work way back when. Ended up playing for their national hockey team. Uh, helped oh, wow. develop that. Helped develop that program a bit. Uh, won a silver medal at the IIHF uh, World Championships in 2005. So got a lot of pictures around my house of him, uh, you know, donning that jersey. I thought it was pretty cool. So thought maybe like try something with lacrosse. And ever since then, uh, I've gotten in touch with a lot of people uh, down there, especially in the sports world. A lot of people that ran the South African lacrosse project um, from uh, Kip Kip and Harrison uh, Hart and their mother from Towson. Uh, they ran that for 10 years. So there's been people in in South Africa playing lacrosse. Um, I'm just looking to tap more into that and maybe establish a, a program. And so far it's, it's going well with the planning with world lacrosse and everything. So it's been a, it's been a nice transition for the past seven months. That's awesome. And so obviously it's still pretty new and you might not know this answer specifically, but how can people get involved if they want to donate equipment or, or money? Is there a certain place that they should go to, to help facilitate that? Yeah, I mean, I, I wish, almost wish I was doing uh, like all my rounds of interviews and, and uh, podcasts and such later on when our website is out, but we've been kind of waiting um, until we get a word from World Lacrosse. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we've applied actually for, to be a member nation and uh, we've gotten past the first round. So, um, I mean, yeah. So right now my social media, okay. um, uh, there's links in my bio um, to go donate to our GoFundMe, our initial GoFundMe round. And then um, also uh, I'm kind of just taking emails and DMs on all my social media for any sort of donation possibility. I've gotten a lot of response through a couple of tweets out a couple of times and I have about 200 sticks and a couple hundred pounds of equipment being shipped to my house in, in Oakville, Ontario. So I got to figure out, got <laughs> to figure out where I, I got yeah, <laughs> to figure out where to store it and uh, how much it costs to get a crate to ship to South Africa. Oh man. That'll be the, that'll be the fun part. It'll be uh, shocking, yeah. I'm sure. Yeah, uh, but that's that's really great. We're obviously we interviewed over the summer quite a few of the international team members, coaches, whoever, and and we always like to do that. So it's very exciting to hear more about South Africa. I didn't realize it's been kind of going on there. Um, so you live on Ontario now. Did you grow up in Ontario? Yeah, I moved to uh, I moved from South Africa to Burlington, Ontario, so just around the corner from Oakville here uh, when I was five, and I've lived here ever since. So given your dad's history, did you also grow up playing hockey? Yeah, yeah. Uh, my dad, yeah, my dad's born and raised in Canada. So obviously introduced me to hockey, like as soon as I could basically uh, talk, I was mm-hmm. kind of on skates. Even in South Africa, I was playing street hockey. I don't think anybody, any of my friends in preschool out there would have known what I was doing with a hockey <laughs> stick. But 
uh, yeah, played hockey my whole life here. Um, and uh, honestly, it wasn't really until like high school that I got more serious about lacrosse because in Canada, I mean, it's mostly, I'm sure a lot of NHL, you hear a lot of NHL players say, oh, it's something to do in the summer, uh, box lacrosse in Canada. So that's kind of how I thought about it. And then obviously became like a lot better at lacrosse than I was at hockey. So I kind of had to choose, you know, what that path was for me later on. Um, made the right choice, obviously. But uh, yeah. No, it's really funny because uh, I think Latrell Harris had kind of the similar stories. Like I played hockey growing up, found lacrosse, realized, you know, maybe I don't go play junior hockey or OHL hockey or whatever mm -hmm. it may be and stuck with lacrosse. And, and then, you know, he, he tried to go to the States to do this. Now it's totally different in Canada because all university lacrosse is kind of club lacrosse, right? In Canada? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we have a love-hate relationship with University of Lacrosse in Canada because there's okay. some school, there's some, there's some schools like, uh, like McGill mm -hmm. that that run their program like they uh, crush it. Right? Oh, they crush. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Tim Murdoch out yep. there, he crushes it. He runs it like a D1 program, mm -hmm. and you know it, it, it shows. And um, I, I wasn't very like good at field lacrosse to be honest. Like it just wasn't something that I was good at. I wasn't like super athletic. Um, I only kind of found that, that, that athlete gene, so to speak, uh, later on, I was a late bloomer a bit. Um, so naturally as a chubby 16 year old, I, I could be better at box cause I didn't have to run as much. Um, but you know, field across, I wasn't as good at. So, I mean, I didn't really get a lot of NCAA snips. So, um, look, field across in Canada was my, my only option. Luckily, like I got into, uh, Queens, which is a pretty difficult school to get into. So I enjoyed my time. It definitely, the, the level of lacrosse, um, wasn't like something that people are going to marvel at, but it is getting a lot better. You see a lot of guys now, uh, deciding to go a Canadian route if they're from here already. And to be quite honest with you, I had 10 guys from the U S on my team that came to Queens mm -hmm. for their engineering program or business school. Um, had a bunch of D1, D2, D3 offers, but opted to go play some cl uh, club lacrosse. Yeah. We like to say varsity club up there, by the way. <laughs> okay. Varsity club. Got it. Yeah. And so when you were choosing Queens, did you choose it partially because they had field lacrosse or was it just like a happy coincidence? Um, like I knew they had the, had a team. Uh, I actually, I turned down a few, um, a few like somewhat scholarship offers from uh, uh, Guelph um, yep. mm -hmm. and um, they have a good lacrosse program there, but you know, I, my dad went to Queens and okay. I got, I, and for me, I didn't really know if I was going to get in. I didn't know if my marks were good enough, but I got in. Um, as soon as I got in, I, I saw they had a lacrosse team and I messaged the lacrosse coach. Obviously anybody who plays like junior a messaging a coach, they're going to be like, thank God, you know, like come out, <laughs> come out. So, um, it was nice. It was a nice time though. I really enjoyed my four years there. It was, it was apart from the competitive nature of lacrosse that I get in junior in the summer. It was a really a nice way to, you know, just play for a school, but also like enjoy yourself. Mm -hmm. I always heard horror stories when uh, I get back to training camp for junior a, all my close buddies I grew up with who were coming from D1 schools. They're like, Oh, I was up at 5 AM every day. And I'm like, we had practice twice a week, <laughs> yeah. you know, so it, it's it seems different. like a it's little bit more fun and definitely a little yeah. bit more relaxed. Yeah. Um, yeah. Definitely, definitely it's so change. interesting to me to hear like, so for instance, Latrell was already drafted to the NLL and then was playing in the Canadian <laughs> university league. And I was like, yeah. how wild is that? You're, you have a pro athlete to show up to your, yeah. your college club. Was that 
when, when did that kind of transition happen for you? Did you start playing in the NLL after college or are you still in college? I mean, it, yes. it's so different. <laughs> it's so different yeah. than anything else. Well, I mean, if it line, if it lines up, so once you're finished, most guys, since they play NCAA, they'll come back and then they'll, they'll declare kind of after their fifth year of junior, if not first year out of junior. So mm-hmm. like first year senior A. So they're only 21, 22 mm-hmm. by the time they're really getting drafted. I didn't go um, to, I didn't go to the States. So I remember after my fourth year of junior, so I still had one year, one year left. Um, I was going into third year university and I applied for the draft. My GM in Burlington said, you, there's some teams that, you know, want to, want to talk to you I was like might as well like what do I have to lose I didn't really think I would go you know I played three years of junior B before I played but that was only my first year of junior A so I didn't really have any expectations really Uh, and then I ended up getting drafted yeah September of my third yeah third year university so I had that whole I yeah so it was it was weird for my teammates to I definitely heard I definitely heard about it a lot that's right yeah I'm sure they were were in my every time I dropped a ball it would be like oh pro athlete can't catch the ball and (laughs) so uh yeah it was definitely weird and then obviously playing my last year of junior having having already been drafted um you also hear a lot from the other teams so um yeah it was interesting for sure so so Ryan and I are, we are big NLL fans, but we're, you know, we're obviously American. So I, I grew up in Detroit <laughs> and he grew up in Long Island. So can you kind of walk us and the listeners too? Cause we're mostly, you know, we have, we have a lot of field guys on here and sometimes we have guys that play both, but can you kind of walk us through how, how it all works from, from junior B to junior A to senior B, senior A, you know, what the hell does MSL have to do with all this stuff? Like, like <laughs> I, I get so confused because there's so many leagues going on yeah. and it's uh, yeah. not like, it's, it's... kind of like for us in hockey, like we have so many junior hockey leagues mm-hmm. in the, in the mm-hmm. States. It's hard to keep track of like, where do they all kind of fit in? And I remember we had, I, I coached a guy who ended up playing, he played junior for the Nanaimo Timberman out in yeah. Victoria <laughs> and then got drafted by the Shamrocks in the senior, in, in the senior draft. And yeah. I remember him explaining it to me and I was like, you know, and I have somewhat of a grasp, but I'm like, man, I, this is, some of this stuff is completely way over my head. Um, yes. I guess it's a lot different in the state. I feel like in the, in the U S correct me if I'm wrong, but a lot of the sports are mostly like, like is it school driven mostly yeah. like, mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's not at all. I mean, right. we do have we do have private schools in Canada. We've got a lot of them. However, like I'd say, more guys playing sports specifically are just going to public school and and they play for their city. We have like city. We call them rec. Teams. Oh, it's They're just city. like Europe then. Yeah, yeah. It's just yeah. Like so okay. So you grow up in a minor system here. It'll be a whole le- like league of kids from Tyke age, novice, bantam. Yep. You know all that. Um, and then once you get to junior you got junior a and you have junior b and then you have some some cases some cities have a junior c team mm-hmm. so i would equate if you want to talk if you want to relate it back to hockey i would equate junior b to junior a level hockey mm-hmm. and then i would equate junior a lacrosse to ohl chl type of hockey because yeah. that's where that's your first pick for uh, the highest level where they're mm-hmm. coming from right so Basically, it's just it's a good ladder. I think I like the I like the system here because it really allows you to drop down if you need to develop and then drop right back up to an affiliated system. Um, that happened in my case. I was playing junior A for Burlington in my second year of junior. So you're allotted five years. 
right? So at 16 to 21 is the, yeah. it's like this. Yeah. So at 17, I was playing junior A. And then after 10 games, I just, I wasn't getting played. I said, you know what? Like, let me go down to junior B. Um, and then I'll, I'll develop from there and see if I'll go back up. And it really, it, it was instilled a lot of good, um, you know, values for me. Like as a player, I picked up some really good habits. I dropped some bad ones and I got some confidence. It allows guys to get confidence back, I think. And they go up to the next level. Um, and then, so we're MSL and Nanaimo and Victoria. So I played for Victoria in okay. 2019. Uh, we went to the Man Cup. Uh, that was like the last season before the shutdown. That's the last season to be played. Yeah. Yeah, so I was playing um, in a man cup out there, which was super fun. But yeah, so they're in senior A. That's senior A. So that's everything yeah. above the age of 21. Mm-hmm. You want to play box across in the summer and you're good enough because most of the guys are pro now. Um, you have the MSL, which is in Ontario, and you have the WLA, yeah. which is BC. And then mm-hmm. those two battle it out. The top two teams they come in the, and they play for they play for the man cup, right? They play for the man cup. And then the yeah. Minto is junior junior A, right? Minto is junior A, and Minto. So it's weird because there isn't, and the reason why the league gets so competitive is because there's probably thirty junior B teams, and there's only like twelve junior A mm-hmm. teams in Ontario, and I think it's the same in Quebec and in Alberta yeah. and in BC. And then there's like seven senior A teams in Ontario well, and BC. And like, then I, so- I had another guy who um, he's from Manitoba and those guys ended up playing in the Founders Cup, which yeah. is like, which is, you know, that's junior, that's junior B yep. Founders. Yeah. 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 And that's, so that even gets grittier because then there's <laughs> kit because there's, there's like kids from like Nova Scotia has a, a good league, but their junior A league, isn't as good as our junior A leagues out here. Mm-hmm. So they play and they put an all-star team to the founders and they play against you. It's just a big, honestly, it is a bit of a, a storm once you get like really into the details of it, but I'll, no, I, I, guess I feel just, like that was a good explanation. Though, yeah, because I do. Yeah. I definitely know more now, like having like, all right, this is like this, this is where this stands. And yeah, then I've gotten cause... good at, I've gotten good at uh, really explaining that there's, I've had to explain, this isn't my first time explaining that. to someone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I feel better about it because it's like, okay, like I get all the NLL teams. Great. Like that, that's the top, but like, it seems so muddled and it's like, you know, somebody was telling me like Lyle doesn't play senior a, but he plays like he plays senior B instead or something like that. And I was like, yeah. That's where you get into more details that like, honestly, I don't even know if I can speak to it. I might be stepping on toes, but uh, it definitely is. Uh, it's definitely an issue of um, proximity, I'd say too. But also yep. there's, there's, some, there's some deep pockets, some owners, some guys who just like to own their local uh, mm-hmm. senior B team. They can really fork out some money for some top guys. That So anytime you see like some really top guys going and playing like senior B, kind of close to home or even away from home for that matter like you, you can assume i guess that there's there's something else involved that's yeah. not it's like the like the london knights they just open up the bank and they just back yeah. the brink truck up and and all yeah, the best yeah, players yeah. end up on their team yeah it's and then they pay off some hush money yeah sit under the table <laughs> yeah it's i'm like not the... saying that that is at all what anybody I know <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> it's not like it, even in the ibla you get a couple guys that are like hey come play for us for a little bit like Cause you're like either not in season right now or like your yeah. league, your league got canceled. So why don't you come play a few games with us? Because you know, well, yeah, I mean, uh, university, I mean, uh, 
sports in the States isn't exempt from that either, I guess. Mm-hmm. I saw that documentary that just came out on, on Netflix, the, uh, well, I guess Canadian Netflix. We aren't even on the same wavelength with that, right. are we? Um, that, uh, shit, what is it? That guy who did the backdoor deals for all of the, yeah, yeah, the, it's the Stanford. The Stanford, the, Stanford, yeah, yeah, the yeah. college admission scandal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I haven't yeah. watched it yet. I know. Oh I mean, my God. Yeah, we got to watch that. Me, yeah, that I watched it. So sick. So sick. Yeah, yeah I'm also, not surprised one about, bit. No, but also like it makes a guy from who went to a Canadian school, like Canadian school is like all school is expensive. But like, I don't think we're talking like, I mean, the most expensive tuition you could probably pay per year in Canada is like. I'll go on a whim and people might backlash me for this, but I think the most expensive tuition per year is like maybe 25 grand somewhere like yeah. for an, under, for an undergrad. I know mm-hmm. like masters and all that stuff, MBAs are expensive, but um, we don't really see that money. Like it gets up there in the States, like, you know, 80, 90, hundred. And, that and, stuff that's, is- and that's part of the reason why a lot of those guys, um, you know, a lot of Canadian guys, um, it, it, they shy away from coming into the States because the tuition is so expensive. I mean, it's, yeah. I remember recruiting a bunch of guys and um, you know, that's what it really came down to, you know, and, and yeah. it's hard. It's, it's really hard. I mean, it's a huge business. Yeah. And I mean, like what, I guess to touch on like my own experience with that, I, I did have a few NCAA sniffs, but it definitely wasn't like what my buddies were getting and my family being on the more realist end it was like why like i get you love lacrosse but why would i pay double even with a 50 percent scholarship it's double the tuition that i'm paying in canada like yeah you get to play sports but you come back and work in canada and like realistically like you're going to be playing lacrosse the whole time and if i'm paying 50 grand for you just to play lacrosse all the time and not really you know, want to come back to Canada and try and get a job. It's just like the schools that I was talking to weren't honest, like no, that notable either. So yeah. in all honesty, it just wasn't worth it for me to go. And like, I'm not even going to pretend that I had any decision in that because it was completely on the, on the dime of, you know, who's paying for this. My parents, obviously I don't have 50 grand lying around at 17, mm-hmm. at 17, 18. So that definitely is. And I definitely have seen that affect some people. Um, that I know but I guess that is the same with any sport right like how many guys do you think you know growing up that could have been playing pro football or pro hockey and they just like weren't in a position where they could pay for something as a kid you know Mm -hmm. don't get the development don't get the exposure what you know one thing or the other yeah yeah it's it's funny too because Ryan was mentioning I remember one of those campus visits that that a guy came on and he's like you know, where else are you looking? Like, why would you look at us? Basically is what we said to him. Like, yeah. why, you know, how are we getting the Canadian on campus? And he's like, I don't really care where I go to school. Like I'm flying no matter what I do from, from Manitoba. So like, yeah. I don't, I don't really care like location wise where the school is. It's how close is it to the airport? And I was like, oh, that's a totally, <laughs> totally different. And his dad, yeah. wasn't his dad like an electric, like the head his electrician at electrician. like, yeah, he's, he's the best man. Colin Jackson. He, he didn't go to that school. But no, he, no. He ended up going, he had, I ended up getting him into the school where I could actually give him some scholarship money and make it affordable yeah. for his family. Yeah. It's true, man. Like if, 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 if schools can give like a decent amount of money, make it like at least enticing for you to yeah. go. Um, but I remember one school in particular I was talking to, like talking to loosely. It was like I had come down for like a maybe a visit. Um, it was, you know, like they were like, we can max give you a 25%. And I was like, how much? Okay. I'm in my mind, I'm like, sweet, like quarter scholarship. Mm-hmm. Let's go. I could tell all my friends I got a scholarship. But then it was still turned out to be like 
45 grand American. And that's just like, and yeah, it just well, wasn't real. And that's it too. I always had to, so over the course of my time, depending on how the dollar was doing and the Canadian dollar was doing, you know, I would have to make up, I would always leave a buffer at the end of the year so that I could help the Canadian guys out depending on what yeah. the conversion rate was. I mean, it, and those are the things that a lot of people don't necessarily think about, but it really yeah. is. It's, it's, it's a huge deal. Yeah, no, I mean, if whatever it takes, I guess. And honestly, yeah. there's, there, there's, there's some generation. I honestly probably thought I was like, a player that like someone as a coach would go to bat for it, but I definitely wasn't. So uh, there, there's definitely those guys that are going to, you know, throw everything at their admissions office, be like, get this guy in here. Um, and I definitely wasn't one of those guys. So I can't really speak to that. <laughs> Not quite there in the field side, you know? No, no, no. It doesn't always translate. I remember one of my buddies was really pumped. He finally got a Canadian and he's like, yes, I have a Canadian coming. He plays junior B is going to be awesome. He's out cross-checking every single person on the field because he's actually never played field before. And he had to yeah. like reteach him lacrosse. So I was like, eh, it doesn't necessarily translate unless you're playing high level field over in Canada to, before you get here. So, well, that's a, honestly, that won't even uh, make a good transition either because, you know, Canadian university field across, it honestly should be box across because the amount of like, I'd say we, I say we work on, I always said we work on a 30, uh, 30 second shot clock without actually having a shot clock because everybody's in a box lacrosse mentality and you know, you're cross checking. And if you look at a Canadian field lacrosse game, um, I'm sure you can find some on some crummy footage on YouTube, but there's, they're in tight. It's almost like they're just in a house, like they're playing box across. So there's not a lot of space going on. Fair enough. Um, so you obviously growing up and you said Burlington, right? Yeah, I grew up in Burlington. I moved to Oakville okay. uh, in high school. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, and be honest here. I know you play for Halifax, but um, yeah. who was your team growing up? Was it the Rock? Uh, no, actually. Okay. This is it's a super weird turn of a uh, <clears throat> turn of events because I didn't really have. I guess. A, no, it wasn't. So <laughs> I, my team, my team, my team as a kid was Calgary because the first ever house league team that I played for, you know how the house league yeah, team, they they had, yeah. I, my first ever team was the roughneck. So I have this photo of me at like six years old with like a roughneck jersey. And then the first team that I, I play in the NLL for was Calgary. Yeah. So it was, a, it was a weird a turn of events, but yeah, my, my, it was definitely weird because like my team legitimately, like I became like a Calgary roughnecks fan. And then obviously like when, Dane Doby and Curtis Dixon get in there. You're wa I was watching those guys so often, like YouTube, all, like all these, you know, highlight reels. And then one day you're like at a morning shoot around and you look over, I'm like, I'm like literally, what's going on right now? Is that Curtis Dixon? I'm like suiting up with like Doby. I'm getting a pass from Doby at warm up. I almost dropped the ball because I'm like, what is going on? And then you have to, you have to almost just snap yourself out of it at that point. Be like, all right, you're here now. Just relax. <laughs> I have a follow-up question on that. So, so obviously playing for Halifax, living in Ontario during the NLL season, do you live in Nova Scotia or do you like have to like fly back and forth or like how, how does it work in the NLL for guys that don't necessarily live right by the stadium? Um, like I think it's different for, for everybody and also every team. Um, I think uh, there are definitely guys on each team that, you know, during the season, They'll go live um, down in the city. 
uh, where they're playing. They'll move away from home or whatnot. It all really just depends on what you got going on. Um, also, like to be fully candid, like money is also a huge, uh, a huge factor. Like what you're getting paid, can you sustain yourself? It's no secret lacrosse players don't get paid a lot of money. Um, so you have to do whatever it takes to support yourself. So speaking from my own experience, like I have a full-time job, like work eight to eight to six that Monday to Friday. And then I would fly out Friday nights to the games with the rest of the team. So most guys fly, um, with the teams around, but most of the guys I'd say like 60% of the league lives in Ontario. So, mm. um, yeah. so you're flying, you're flying with most of your team. And then it's like <laughs> the odd few that kind of trickle in on later flights from different parts of the, the country or, or continent. But I'd say for the most part, it's pretty concentrated, um, flight with your team. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I know that a lot of the, like, and, and we talked about this with, I think Eli and, and Latrell, like the, the rock clearly have an advantage because so many of them live in Ontario. It's like easier. So like they have limitations on how many days a week you can practice and stuff. Yeah. Cause it would be totally unfair. Like the yeah. rock would just have practice five days a week. Everybody could just stop by after work. No big deal. So yeah, exactly. that's, it's such a unique element, but you know, talking to a lot of NLL guys, you're, you're not a firefighter. You're not a teacher. You're not a police officer or a constable or whatever it's called in Canada. So, <laughs> yeah. so what is your day job? Uh, so I actually just recently started, um, started my career. Uh, I, I just graduated university in 2019 in June, and then I lived in Victoria. So uh, I just started uh, working as a sales consultant for a big software company. Um, so yeah, I'm doing, I'm doing sales for them right now. And uh, yeah, it's, it's awesome. I love it. That's fantastic. And do yeah. you, do you do like, uh, at, I mean, again, you're just getting everything set up. So you might have time to, to like stretch yourself like this, but are you doing yeah. camps, clinics, travel teams, anything like that? Um, so in, in the summer, uh, when the restrictions, I don't know what you've heard about Ontario. I know Ontario is completely locked down. I'm like a half it, hour from the border. So like I hear it about is, it all the time. It is brutal right now, but there was some opening in the summer and I, I did some, some clinics for, uh, some kids around the Oakville area. We just, I didn't, couldn't rent a field uh, or a box rank because um, of all the restrictions, mm -hmm. but found a field by my house. I just did a little mass email to the parents. It was like, meet me at this field this time. And, <laughs> and we just uh, did some, some drills for like every Saturday for like a month and a half. But other than that, um, just been really working on the back end here to get this, uh, the South African lacrosse association bolstered up and kind of ready to go. But Again, also have to wait for that COVID situation right. to, to get sorted out because it's it's pretty brutal over there, especially. Yeah, traveling outside of the states is is a nightmare right now. Especially, it doesn't yeah. matter what the reason is, but you know, yeah. lacrosse included. Um, so we wanted to to end the show a little bit with a little bit of fun, and uh, right. you know, clearly we're not Canadian, but you know, growing up near Windsor, like we used to go to the casino in Windsor instead of Detroit, just because of the exchange rate. Like I used to grow up going <laughs> to, uh, I think it's called the Pinery and it's just mass. I guess it's like a college town that they, they tell me over in Grand Bend in Ontario. So like I, okay. I've spent a good amount of time in, in Ontario, but you know, all right. So how big actually is poutine? Uh, <laughs> I'm like I'm gonna get so much flack for this because I, be I honestly be honest. Just be honest. Like if you're asking me for like I'd say honestly I really couldn't tell you. I know that there's some <laughs> there's some hefty poutine plates out in Quebec. I know that. But so yeah, are, I mean, are, are you guy. are you a fan? You're not a fan. I'm 
neutral honestly i don't okay. care for okay. it and i'm not a, i'm not a hater but i don't really care for it <laughs> i think to me it always comes down to the gravy because you can tell like if you put a bad gravy on a good poutine like it's it's just you can tell when it's canned or processed and it's just awful. Yeah. I'm not, yeah. I, <laughs> what, is, what are you laughing about? We're talking about gravy, canned gravy, all that good stuff. It I will ruin it. a good poutine. It'll be I'm, salty and it, taste terrible. It's I'll, the cheese curds for me. It's, that's it's, it, so, that, No, no, that's what I, like, I can't do. I don't like it. There's something about hot fries, hot gravy, and a cold like clump of like a cheese ball i can't, just, I can't i'll give you that. that i'll I give you that, that. I, i'm melt with the, you on just that. melt just put melt them the in cheese put, melt the cheese cheese fries and gravy man disco fries yeah, exactly. now we're talking exactly. disco fries exactly okay and uh so i don't know if i'm gonna include this question on the actual show because i it depends on your answer but right, why I'll is it my best shot why does it seem like every girl at the University of Western Ontario is a complete smoke show? Is that is that a Canadian <laughs> thing too? Like, is that well known? I just, it's. I'm just a married a, man, uh, and I'm gonna stay out. I'm of also thing. married, but I just, it's, it seems like a fair question. Uh, well, I have a girlfriend, but she's probably not gonna watch this show, to be honest. <laughs> no offense, but I don't think she's a sport. She's not. She's very. Vocal no, no, we're good. We're keeping this. We're keeping yeah. this. Yes. <laughs> um. Yeah, uh, it is a fact. Yeah, it's a well-known fact. Ah, yes. Yeah. I, I just went out on a limb because it's something like, I just, I don't know, just kind of noticed. Well, my, my, my brother goes there and and uh, I, I've been, um, I went to visit him once just to help him move his stuff in. Yeah. And just like a, dri a drive down campus, it's it's pretty apparent, I guess. The, He's having the a lot of fun. The stereotypes are true. Yeah. So it's like the Arizona state of Ontario. I love it there you go yeah that's a really good way of putting it it is yeah okay and is there any debate like so simon fraser obviously plays in the mcla but you know they're obviously in canada is there do it does anybody know why that that is is it a geography thing is, is that why like because i feel like that's be like your prototypical you know cufla team yeah honestly like i i don't i don't know i i yeah. couldn't and this isn't a quiz i just i was like if i'm gonna no, ask someone I, i'll ask you i have no clue I don't know, but the fun fact also is that the Canadian University Field Lacrosse Association is only for schools in Ontario. Well, then <laughs> so there's, there, there's an answer. That's got to be the there, answer. There's, right there. there's, one, there's one out west, and that's called the MUFLA Maritime. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yep. The, the Maritimes University Field Lacrosse Association, and I'm pretty sure their BC doesn't have, but I, I think they might have like a small little circuit that they run and it's not like a legitimate thing. I don't know though. So don't yell at me, whoever. No, no, you're good. You're good. Listen, you're not but, an expert uh, on, on Simon Fraser. No problem. I just yeah. was curious. All right. Yeah. Um, so are you a Tim Hortons guy or not? Uh, honestly, <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. The least no. Canadian Canadian is on the show. I love it. Yeah, no. <laughs> hates poutine, hates Tim Hortons. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, like, as far as availability goes, yeah. I mean, I'm not going to say no to anything, but right, there was yeah. this there. And actually, no, I'll change my answer. I, I I will be a Timmy's guy because they just recently went back to the real egg in the bacon. Yeah. Uh, and that has been a game changer. It has been a game changer because they were running... They were running a uh, a bit of a a slop show for a bit. It was a bit of a bush. Uh, it, was it was a, a bit bush, of a bush league. It was a bush league setup, and, and it was a bush league breakfast sandwich. And they shouldn't have skimped out on it. And they went uh, McDonald's beat them to the punch for their their coffee distributor. And the McDonald's coffee was better for a while. And now they're saying it's dark roast is better. So I don't know. I'll just stick to Starbucks to be honest. 
it's just that's fair that's fair it's like whenever yeah. we go to canada and you go to subway and it's like they have actual like higher quality meat just because the standards for food are higher and you don't have to canada. boil your and you don't have to boil your clothes when you leave the the subway and is that true is that true? Uh, you go yeah. in there, you go in there and you, that's you, you not, have a higher that, you have a higher standard for your food there so yeah. like your your maybe. lunch meats are better yeah. all right all right and then so this is this may be a tough one but you know you you do a fair bit of traveling i'm sure and you know you're close enough to the state so what's like the most canadian thing about you uh the most canadian thing about me yeah do you have like a full jeans tuxedo or i'm just kidding uh no, no, I, 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 ju I just got into the jorts this past summer. All right. Uh, Listening to some Rush, wearing some jorts. Rush, okay, Rush is my favorite band. Maybe that's okay. the most. I enjoy it. Yeah, I like where your yes. head's at. I like yeah, heads but uh, shout out Ryan McLean. I uh, played for the Saskatchewan Rush. He got me into the jean shorts while we were out in Victoria. <laughs> and uh, I haven't turned back. It's been, oh, other man. than like your casual, like A, I'll throw out. But that's just seconds second nature obviously um other than that i don't really a boat maybe you yeah i mean you listen you, you have a small yeah you have you have a canadian I got it. it's all good yeah it's all I'll good wear you, it. i'll wear it are you a leafs fan uh see I, i'll call myself a leafs fan but if they when they lose i really don't care i'm actually more of a penguins fan to be honest with you good interesting good. Skipping yeah, yeah. Past Buffalo to Pittsburgh. I, all right. Yeah, no, Buffalo, Buffalo. It's no, I can't. No, you can't do that. You can't bring yourself to there's that. Some, uh, there's something. There's something about Buffalo uh, that I just can't. I've just always. To love or hate something. city, man. Yeah. I don't, well, not the city. I don't. I'm not gonna say anything <laughs> bad about the city, but I mean, be Canadian city, or don't. The same. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, if you're, are you? Why are you gonna just sing the national anthem? Why you gotta sing both? Just be proud, you know. <laughs> I appreciate that more. Like, I don't know why I connect so well with that, but like Buffalo really is just like that. 100%. Because he, yeah. yeah, because he just said everything. The American most, side mo yeah. is so boring. And then you go to the Canadian yeah. side, it's like a carnival. Yeah. So it's, it's completely different. All right. Well, do you happen to watch like, I mean, obviously you're a pro box player, but do you happen to watch any like, uh, like division one lacrosse, like field lacrosse? Um. <sighs> Yes, but and no. The only the only stuff I ever watch is when uh, my good buddies um, are playing. So like my my good buddies uh, Ryan Smith and Ryan okay. Blanchberry. Uh, oh, I plays for Ryan Blanchberry. Oh, I plays for Richmond. Um, Smitty Robert down Morris. in yeah. Robert Morris. He is an absolute Mack truck. I love Smitty. He's doing so well. It's it's really good to see Lance too. Just got on the Torton uh, watch list. So. Um, it's exciting seeing my, I grew up with those guys. There's probably photos of us when we were six, seven years old playing, playing together. And we were on the same three man, we were both righty O guys. So we were mm -hmm. on the three man side in junior A for Burlington. So it's really nice to see them doing really well. And to be honest, like I, it would tell a running joke that uh, that I was the first one out of the three of us to play pro lacrosse because nobody <laughs> ever saw that coming. <laughs> That's fair. But in, in, in their defense, those were the guys that you were talking about where they show up to campus in the, in the States and they're like, here's all the money. Yeah, exactly. hundred yeah. percent. Cause I remember Lanchbury being recruited and I was yeah. like, yep, that guy is not paying very much to go to no, school. No, so. as he should, there's no <laughs> way he should be paying a dime. Well, it's been fantastic talking to you and obviously joking around a little bit, hearing about your story. It's super interesting. The fact that you, you know, I don't think anybody would have pulled this up thinking that you were actually from, south africa originally so i think that's a really cool 
And there's not a lot of guys, I don't think, in the NLL that weren't born in the U.S. or Canada, really. So I think that's yeah. super, you might be the only one for all I know. I, I, I'm no statistician. So yeah, I, I think have to there's look a into few that. Europeans. I think there's a few. Uh, Czech guys yeah. or something like that. I think you're right about that. I think there was one. Yeah, there's a few guys from either Germany or the Czech. I'm not okay. quite sure. I might have to double check that. But I'm definitely the only one from from, uh, <laughs> from the, the continent of Africa. That's well, for sure. You can't, no one can take that away from you. That's yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to wear that one with pride. There That's you go. It. Well, we really appreciate it. Uh, we'll obviously plug all your socials so people can can find out. And then once once it goes live, your website, you know, let us know. We'll, we'll be sure to, to post that up on Lax All Stars. And it's, it's been a pleasure, man. Thanks for putting yeah, up with our awesome. shenanigans and our stupid questions. Some of them will probably no. not make the show, but it's all I good. hope they all I hope they all make the show. <laughs> thanks for thanks a lot for having me, guys. I yeah, really man. appreciate yeah, it. No it's worries. Awesome, Best man. of luck, man. Yeah, man. Hey, have a thank good you. one, brother. See you. you too. Cheers. If you enjoyed the show, be sure to subscribe, give us a review, and follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Going Offsides.